Chad and Zay. All right, hour number three on a Monday. Just about to wrap up February, getting ready for March. Lots of stuff crossing over here with basketball, football, baseball, trying to figure out all of it here. Chad and Zay, I'm Chad Hastings. Isaiah Collier is here. He picks a beat for us every day to start the third hour. Zay, what do you got? Webby. Give me that. Webby. Yeah, out of Baton Rouge. Okay. Him and Bootsy. Little Bootsy. Came famous. Bootsy like Bootsy Collins? Or no, Bo- like Bootsy Badass. Oh, there's a Bootsy Badass. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. A lot of Bootsies out there. Yeah, Bootsy Collins and Bootsy Badass. Way different. Okay. Way different. Couple Good music. Ge- couple generations apart, the two, yeah. the two Bootsies there. Yeah, Bun B's on this song. Okay. Bun B from UGK. There we go. There we go. Come there on. we go. Come on. Come on. All right, so Webby with a beat getting us started this hour. Lots of uh, lots of things to hit today, including seems like there's a lot of basketball kind of tie-in stories here. Before we get to the glory of Damian Lillard, let's get to what I would call the glory of my new hero. And my new hero is a woman at the Mavericks game yesterday that turned down that proposal. Now, as much as... I guess I could talk about maybe the Mavs were up 20 at the time and eventually they blew a lead. We'll get to that part. I could try to blame her if I wanted to and messing with Mojo and stuff like that. But you know what? I've never been a fan of the proposal at the games, eh? So my man tries to do the proposal. He had the mascot, and I just retweeted it, at Hastings 1049 Remember, Zay is at ain't that underscore Zay. The mascot is holding a sign that says, like, Catherine, will you marry? I think his name is Bennett. I think that's what it said, Bennett or Beckett or something like that. And it said, love the Mavs. And he is getting down on a knee with the ring box in his hand, and she wants none of it. And she just walks up the stairs, eh? She just storms on out, and then the mascot does one of the greatest uh uh-oh takes I've ever seen and just closes the sign up slowly. It was fantastic. And, Uh, And your comment about the mascot is dead on. Say what you said earlier. Because it's a huge compliment to the mascot. Yeah, it looks like the mascot's face says, oh, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Even though you know his face isn't changing, N- now he or she is good enough that it feels like it is. Okay, now I'm watching this video once again. Okay. It's looking like, as the youngsters say, cap. Big cap. Like O.J. Simpson had cap. Cap? As in. What does that mean? False. Fake. You think it's set up? Yeah. Oh, uh, you think it's a rigged bit? bit? Yeah. You call him bit? Yeah. You think it's a work? Yeah. This is okay. Which Mark Cuban? If we're going to these desperate <laughs> measures, this is this is bad. Because I mean, you think Cuban would have worked that into a Lakers game? <laughs> the Lakers are in town. Yo, but you go after your woman. Well, I mean, I guess she's not your woman no more when she turns you down. But you go after her up the steps. You don't like pretend to be. Upset. Like, look at his face. He doesn't look like as upset as he should be. Oh, well, now we're judging how upset he is. I like that. Yeah, you know. He starts to plead a little bit. She goes up the stairs. He stops, and then he goes, oh, man. And then, yeah, okay. And then stays. I also like that they go to this old guy with a, it's my Mavs, first Mavs game sign right after that. (laughs) And he tries to be excited. (laughs) It was so good. This is weird. It is. I mean, if it's true, he deserves it. 
Yeah, I've never. I'm with you. He deserves it. It's just making it all about you. I've never thought that moment. Look, if you want to have a little extended family, I'll give you that one. But anything more than that is tough to me. That's just tough. Cool locations, absolutely. But anything more than a family dinner, I think you're now making it about you, and it's not really about what it should be about. You might want to double-check yourself on that. The, the at-game proposal, I've never understood. Yeah, at least do it in the playoffs. I've never right, – or wait for that. Yeah. Or or maybe do it after the game and see if the team can hold a 27-point lead. Ooh. Zay, NBA teams this year were 138-0 in those situations. And now the Mavs are the first team to give that up. It was 40, I don't even remember the exact, if it was 27, so it was 48-21 at one point in the game. And they yacked it up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and Jason Kidd, what he said after the game, like, what happened here? Like, why why didn't you call timeouts when maybe you should have? He said, I ain't playing. Yeah. This that- ain't really got nothing to do with me. Those guys are playing. Y'all... Y'all see my head in the Hall of Fame already? I'm already there. I did my work. I got my ring for Dallas yeah. here with Dirk. Did, I know what it takes. I did not like that answer. What from they kid. did on the court, that ain't what it takes. I've been there. I've done that. He, he cannot pretend. He actually talked about almost, you know, trying to make himself seem like a spectator. You're the head coach, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, what? Well, I'm not out there. I know you're not out there. I know you're not out there. That's not what we're saying. We're asking the question about your team. And then he'll, all his mixed signals are bizarre. This is the guy that told us earlier in the year, there are going to be games where we score 140, and guess what? The other team's going to score 150. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. He said, oh, yeah, they're going to Yeah, they scored. What did they shoot? 57%. Dude, that's layup line stuff. That's crazy. So he's done that, and now he's over here acting like he's separate from the situation. No, we're just going to have to grow up. I've said on this show, Chad, something about Jason Kidd. I mean, he was at Brooklyn. That was weird. His tenure in Milwaukee, that was odd uh, when he was running guys for not all having the same iPhone. Like, that really happened. And if he didn't, if he wasn't a part of that Frank Vogel staff that went to the bubble with the Los Angeles Lakers and won a championship, he wouldn't have gotten another shot. But somehow he did, and I agree. What he said, that's just bogus, man. Like, you're a Hall of Fame player. Like, you understand. You've been there before. You get some, Sometimes it just happens. But to throw your team under the bus like that, that's how you lose respect, especially for somebody like Kyrie. Yeah, come and on, Kyrie Coming in. You know how Kyrie is. Kyrie has a point if he comes and says, hey, coach, I don't really appreciate what you said about us. Like, I just got here. We're still trying to figure things out. Like, yeah. This is a brand spanking new team. Yeah, they just got their first win with both of them on the floor. And he knows what they are deep down. He's already told us before Kyrie shows up. Now he, he has to know that. You're going to have games like this. you got to be able to just have a simple version of, ah, we just, boy, we just needed to make a couple more stops. we got to figure some things out on the defensive end. We're still figuring it We're out. We're still figuring Exactly. We are still in the learning process. This one's going to sting. We'll learn from it. But you don't need to do the, what? I'm, I'm No. <laughs> what do you mean? Why would you ask me that question? Because like, you, you're the head coach. Jason, That's why. Jason Kidd, a year ago, they had the 75 best players all in one setting at the All-Star game. You looked across and you saw Anthony Davis and LeBron James with those 75, uh, 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 top 75 player jackets on just like you. 
they are pretty good. Even though I don't think Anthony Davis deserves yeah. his, LeBron James damn sure does. Sure. And then some. He probably deserves two jackets in different colors. And a scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah all, all types of stuff. <laughs> so you need to be more realistic. And also, this is a fresh team. Y'all are still trying to figure things out. Dwight Powell, when Daddy Davis is going, he ain't guarding no Anthony Davis. Christian Wood, he ain't trying to guard nobody either. We know Kyrie, he tries hard, but he ain't trying to guard. And after the game, kid said he thought Powell played a great game. Lord, have mercy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean. That's such a team. By the way. Things going to happen. You said Lakers in the bubble. That Anthony Davis reminded me of Lakers in the bubble. He had a great game yesterday. He was good. He played really, really well. So the Mavs blew that lead, uh, but the other big moment yesterday in the NBA was another special scoring performance from Damian Lillard. And before I let Zay tell you about it, because he watched a good hunk of it, I believe this is correct. In the last month, I think it is, the last month, he's got, or maybe it's the last year, Lillard's got... Four or five 40-point performances, a 50, a 60, and now a 70. It's just it's And I think it might be a month, but that sounds like it's too little bit of time. But in, in a certain time frame, he's got all that going on. Anyways, a 71 points for Damian Lillard, 58%, I think, from the floor, and 59% from three. My God. Yeah, and to all you ignorant people say, but it was against the Rockets. Come on. Like, all these guys are fighting for just to make it in the NBA. They're playing hard, even though I know they are tanking in a way, which this weekend, Chad, I saw a guy in Spurs hat. I was getting some food. I'm not going to say the restaurant because I still want to get food from this restaurant. Mm -hmm. But a guy, cashier, was wearing a Spurs hat. I said, you know, I like your Spurs hat, man. You know, sorry about y'all tanking and stuff. He's like, we ain't tanking. We're just not bad this year. And I just took my food and walked out. I didn't even address that. He so. said, we're just not good? We're just not good. Really? So I just walked out. If you don't think you're tanking Spurs fans, like I know y'all were spoiled with the five championships <laughs> in like the last 25 years and stuff. Y'all are tanking more than anything I've ever seen. And the Rockets are too, but Yeah, where are they wow. now? Is it 16 in a row or whatever the number wow. is? Wow. I yeah. can't believe he said I just took let me get my food and get out of here, yeah. sir. Anyway, but <laughs> trying to avoid Yeah, like, I'm trying to avoid arguments. I wanna yeah, I want to eat here again. I compliment your hat. Let me get out of here. If you don't think the Spurs are tanking. Good grief. I don't want him to spit my food next time. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah, but, man, Chad, again, he's the second greatest shooter that I've ever seen, and I think of all time. And I love some Reggie Miller. I love Ray Allen, Larry Bird, Dirk. And I went and looked, you know, because we're not just talking about three-point shooting. I think that gets lost. Right. Yeah, even though. You're ju- yeah, you're not talking about three-point shooting. No, you're saying I'm shooter. It, yes, there's th- three-level shooters. Three-level scores, they call them, but I'm going to say, let's say three-level shooters, not layups and stuff, because a lot of that has to do with your size, like LeBron's and the KD's getting to the paint. Let's do three levels from Mm mid-range, regular threes, and then deep threes. Silly stuff. Silly stuff. Steph stuff. Right. (laughs) Yes. He separates himself from everybody except for Steph Curry. At Mm. six foot two... What he's been able to do, both of those guys coming out of mid-majors, that just shows how ridiculous that is. But Yeah, Steph is Davidson, and he's what, what, Weber, Weber State? State? Weber State, That's yeah. silly. But if we want to look at the three-point totals of all time, Dame is sitting at six right now. Is he's that right? Pl- yes. Three-pointers made. Three-pointers okay. made. He's only played 758 games. <laughs> Kyle Culver, Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, all ahead of him, they've played 1,200 games or more. 
I like that Kyle Korver's on that list. Oh, it's incredible that he's on the list. He could light it up. Don't never leave. I Kyle did not Korver. realize. I knew Kyle Korver could hit threes. I didn't realize it was that many. Yo, coming out of Creighton. I didn't know he had that many. Yo, he had some years on the Hawks where that's awesome. They were really good. You couldn't leave him open at all. Yeah. But man, he's so good at twerking his body and keeping the same form every time from fadeaways to coming off screens, dribbling with the left hand, or coming off screen, dribbling with the right hand, from having different defenders on him, from shooting quick releases depending on the situation, mm-hmm. catching shoots, playing off closeouts where no more people, when they play off closeouts, they take steps in. He takes steps to the side so he stays on the three-point spot. And he's a point guard, so he doesn't – he has way more responsibility than Ray Allen, than Reggie Miller did, than Larry Bird did, even though Larry was the better player. But we're just talking about shooting here. Mm-hmm. James Harden sitting at third, that's remarkable. We're not talking about James Harden, but people just think James Harden was, you know, a guy that couldn't get to the playoffs. He was good. He scored some points. James Harden's third all time in three-point shots. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that that either. That just shows these guys, they're able to handle the ball. That's what separates them. Now, I think James Harden is a better scorer. Yeah. But when it comes to shooting and stuff, like, at his height, James Harden's also 6'6". So who's top two, Steph and somebody? It's Steph and Ray Allen. Oh, Steph and Ray. Ray second. Ray second. Yeah, that's right, because Steph group. Yeah, I remember right. that now. Okay, gotcha. Right. So, you know, man, Steph has Clay to rely on. Steph's had Draymond Green to help him. You know, just, it's always been Dame. CJ McCollum's been good a little bit. LaMarcus Aldridge was good, you know, but it's always just been Dame as the main guy. He don't want to leave Portland. Which sucks because I want him to win a ring. I think he's hella deserving. You want to watch him at a reasonable hour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that <laughs> You're too. tired of staying up late? Oh yeah, it was like a ten thirty last night watching that game, <sighs> watching them go for seventy one. Yep, that's but crazy. Just I, I've never seen anything like it, and it all comes from his legs. He's so damn strong, man. Mm-hmm. You don't push him out of his spots. He's such a good guy off the court. He don't be in no trouble or nothing. He be rapping. Better rapper than Shaq ever was. Best rapper to ever get to the NBA. Wow, I've never heard him rapping. Oh, is he good? He's good. okay. All right. Yeah. So last week after All Star break, they were like on the plane. Their plane got delayed or something because there was a big storm in Portland. Yep. Damian Lillard did like a minute freestyle with all the Trailblazers on the bus. We can't play because he's cussing and stuff. But he did like a one minute freestyle. It was amazing. And then he went out and had like forty something the other night. Mm. So I. So impressive, and if there wasn't a Steph Curry, he'd be my number one for me. Like just, I, I you know, the ball handling. I think that's what also separates because Ray didn't have that type of handle. Reggie didn't have that type of handle. Hell, Reggie Miller had Mark Jackson on his team. Mark Jackson's like top six in assists. Well, those guys to me, when you say those guys, when you say Reggie Miller and Ray Allen, I just I picture badass spot up shooters, mm-hmm. guys that need to be in the position. You got to get them that ball, and then they are deadly. Dame, Damian Lillard can create, can do that, certainly, but he can also create it for himself and use the dribble, like you're saying, use the dribble in a way that those guys can't. The body work, the movement, and he can do it. He can find a pretty shot out of an ugly situation, and that's not always what those other guys were 
as as good at. Right. And I Damien's get, great at that. I get it. It was a different time. Like if Ray oh, and sure. Reggie were playing in this time, they'd be lining it up too. Like you see what Clay Thompson's doing. I think Clay's top five also, but Clay, he don't got that type of handle. He doesn't have that type of responsibility. Like the responsibility right. that Dame Lillard has as the best player and point guard. You also gotta distribute. You also yeah. gotta be a point guard. You also gotta be a leader. But then you're still going for 71 so stuff. To, That's just stupid. So once you jumped in in the third quarter and he's got, what, 40, 50 at that point or whatever, mm-hmm. are they doubling him up? Like, what were they doing to try to stop it? Yeah, they were face guarding him. Okay. They weren't letting him catch the ball, but the Blazers did such a good job of setting, like, flare screens. And he's so smart. You can't touch him because, again, he gets superstar calls. But Rockets players, they were afraid to touch him on shots because he'd rise up. You'll never know when he's going to pull up. It's so quick, and it's like that, and he's so strong. He doesn't need much space, so he kind of will bait you into getting real close, and he's really good at, like, pausing in the air and kind of, like, double-pumping that time. I've seen him double-pump so many and one threes mm-hmm. over the course of his career. To, to get you to to get you to bump contact, him. yeah, because yeah, just that little bit of contact, because you're fighting over those dribble handoffs, and you want to stay attached. Yeah. And then he's strong enough to actually make the shot. Yes. Nobody does that. Nobody catches it, still attached, coming on dribble handoffs, and go to their pure form. A lot of people just do it to draw fouls. He does it to make shots. Yeah, Steph ends up on the floor on those plays and and gets the shots, but his shot didn't get close. Yeah, so your first reaction is to contest it, but you're already too tight, so if he's going to pause on his jumper, you're going to end up touching him. So now guys are putting their arms back, and he's – not getting good looks, but he's getting great looks for him. For other guys, it'd be terrible. But I, 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 I couldn't believe it last night. It's just this season, what he's done. If they get to the playoffs, they're going to be a tough out just because of him. So you now you got two seventy-one point performances with him and Mitchell. And I heard uh, somebody breaking it down last night. I don't often hear this, even when guys go for. 70 or whatever, the big compliment that I heard for him, maybe this was Jalen Rose saying it. Somebody was saying, it's going to sound weird, but like I think he may have a shot at Wilt at some point. Like on a certain night, in a certain situation. Wilt what? 100. Like they really feel like Damian Lillard could play around (laughs) up in that area. If it all goes right for him, that he's they think he's that good. Yeah, and that's the thing. I I think he... He's in really good shape. That's going to be way too difficult to do because he's dribbling the ball up the court every single time. One thing about Kobe in the 81 that he got, he was able to go down the court and then set his man up to go off screens and stuff to get open. Mm -hmm. And like Smush Parker could play point and get the ball to him. And then Kobe would start working out of the triple threat and stuff. But Dame, he has to worry about being the point guard. start everything. Yeah, he's the point guard. So he has those responsibilities and priorities, getting everybody involved and stuff. So, yeah, they might need him to go for 50 for games, but he's not looking for that. He's looking to get his points when they come and to be a point guard and orchestrate their offense. So most importantly, outside of the individual stuff, I was just going to pull up the standings here. How good is that team? Is that a team we're going to watch? I'm pulling them up here. See, they're just outside a play-in game right now. Do you think they're going to work their way into that? Can they be 
can they get themselves into like a series so I can watch Damian Lillard in a series, in a four out of seven? It's going to be tough. Uh, you know, it's going to be tough. The West is such a juggernaut. We know KD makes his son's debut this week. And I was watching after that Dame game, I was watching the Nuggets put it on the Clippers last night. So they look good. But, I mean... Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, they've been in and out the lineup. We don't know what Zion's going to be. They're sitting at the uh, the 10th spot, the Pelicans are, so I don't think they're going to be an issue. Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns is still out. Anthony Edwards is doing everything he can, but I don't think they're going to be a factor. We don't know what Steph Curry's going to be. He's been hurt all season long, mm-hmm. so... If they could finesse their way into a play-in and maybe get one of those seven and eight spots, I could see that. They just got Matisse Thibel from Philly. You know, I, I like Grant on their team. He's a solid player. Nurkic, he didn't play last night. He's always in and out the line. If they get him, that could be a huge addition. Anthony Simons has had a really good year three. That's why they got rid of C.J. McCollum because of his development in the Portland system. But I, it's it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs. It really is. Yeah. But you see what? <clears throat> if Dame has to do this against the Rockets yes, just to win, right. then that should kind of show you where they're at. Now, they did win by a fairly comfortable margin, but he scored 71, and they won by 17. Yeah. That's not really – I mean, comparatively, that's not that much if you think about it. You score 71, you probably win yeah, by I, probably win by more than that, but you're right. Yeah, the work he's having to put in, does it ultimately result in the playoffs or not? They're right there with the Lakers, too. Both those teams have 29 wins. Are they fighting each other to get in? Will they both maybe get in the play-in? That'd be fun. Get LeBron and that crew in, Damian Lillard, and maybe we're lucky enough that Steph and the Warriors are still in that mix, that they're three of the four teams fighting for it. That'd be all right. Yeah, yeah, I dig that. I definitely dig that. By the way, the Spurs have lost 16 in a row. It's nine for the Rockets. Somebody texted us, LOL, as a Spurs fan, I definitely know we're tanking, and I am proud of the job so far. (laughs) (laughs) They like what they're seeing so far. I mean, I I tank too. Victor Wimbenyama, he's serious, man. He is absolutely serious. What he could do with the basketball at 7'5", that's just not normal. Just not natural. Like his form, talk about pure. Like his form is ridiculous. And, you know, when he gets to the league, it's going to be interesting to see if he settles because his shot's so pretty. He's going to be able to shoot over everyone. So, when is he going to, you know, when is he going to be able to pick and choose when to go down low? Because you're 7 5, but the big hype about him is he's a 7 5 perimeter player. I can also play inside. Yes, his defense is big time too, but it's still the NBA. They're going to go at him. They know how good he is. They're going to go at him. And I've seen highlights of him getting dunked on in Europe and stuff. Wow. So if you're getting dunked on in Europe, what are they going to do to you in the league when there's more spacing and you can't stand in the lane for three seconds defensively? By the way, let's be let's be fair to Victor. He's 7'5 right now. Right now with shoes on. Currently. Yes. He just grew an inch just in the last few weeks, so let's we'll give him currently 7'5. Yeah. Yes. We uh-huh. don't know what he's going to be on draft night. There's no they may have to retailer his suit before he's picked. Who knows? For real. The man is in a weird little – he's such a freak. He had a little growth spurt recently. Yeah. And I'm trying to get the uh, tickets in the mood on the low when the Spurs come into town because Dame's supposed to be there. And he ain't going to – there's no load management with Dame for the rest of the season. When 20-something games, you know, that load management, you see where there are. Outside They're playing a the game playoffs. over to Moody? Yeah, you didn't know that. I they got know. two games, Timberwolves and uh, the Portland. They're coming down to the mood because I want to say they're celebrating the Spurs 50 years of being – 
in Texas, and then the Ram McCombs connection, obviously, oh, is there. Oh, I see. Okay. So, okay. yeah, there's going to be two games cool. at the Mood at the beginning of April, which what the, what the Spurs are doing, we know they ain't going to be cheap, but they should be cheaper. Uh-huh. Yeah, know, yeah, they, yeah. They should be cheaper. <laughs> the Dame versus Tank Tour. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be over at the Moody Center. All right, so Damian Lillard pours 71 in. Keep your eyes on him. They're trying to get into the playoffs, and it was super entertaining watching that yesterday. So lots of stuff out there. Up next, why today matters. Today's the 27th, a little bit of 26th yesterday. Some big-time sports figures with birthdays today. Some massive movie, uh, excuse me, massive music stars with birthdays yesterday, plus one birthday yesterday that just makes me feel old. But he is one of the best running backs I have seen in my life. We will get you that, getting you ready tonight for a big one. You got Ball Don't Lie here with Rod and Harge as soon as we're done. 7 o'clock is Soccer Matters. 8 o'clock is Insincerious. Remember, over on 105.3 The Bat, Texas women's basketball hosting Baylor. Get on over to the Moody Center tonight. You could really help out some folks that need it. We'll explain that next on The Horn. Chad and Zay. Rolling through a Monday. Hope you're having a good one. Hmm. Do I have a shot here? Um... I'm not going to lie. You should get this, but I really wouldn't be surprised if you didn't. Hmm. All right. I heard now. It's a group. It's a group. The 90s. The only, yeah, the only thing I got is Naughty by Nature. There it is. Am I right? You are. Okay. It sounded a little bit like Tretch. That's all I had. Okay. That's Tretch right there. It helps maybe that in that countdown of hip-hop songs we were talking about yesterday from the 90s, I did hear OPP yesterday. Okay. So that helped me out. Yeah. This was their other classic. What's it called? Feel Me Flow. Feel Me Flow. Naughty, yeah, man. Naughty by hey, Nature. Hey, Chief, Rock, Tretch, Naughty by Nature, Legends. Dude, that was, uh, yeah, for a while, I mean, they were big time. So this would have been like mid-90s? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Naughty by Nature, Rage Against the Machine, The Scorpions, Alice Cooper, Robert Dupree, all on the show today. The Webby Beat as well to start this third hour. Yeah, you would have been amazed. You would have been amazed listening to the two white women in the car I was in just <laughs> singing along with OPP like it was no big deal. You know with OPP? And I'm like, yeah, you, know you know what they're singing? And at one point, my wife actually had the nerves. Now, what is what is OPP? <laughs> what are they talking about? It's like, come on, you know what they're talking about. She's, I'm like, tell, don't tell me you were dancing all those years and you did not realize what they were talking about. Come on now. All right, so a little naughty by nature there for you. Uh, we will get into uh, another crazy album swap discussion on Thursday. I'm still in the Wu-Tang world. I'm going to be checking out the Raekwon album, uh, only built for Cuban links this week, one of Zay's favorites. Is this your favorite of the solo records? Oh, yeah, of all the Wu-Tang? Yes. Yes. Okay. Like... RZA, this is RZA's best album production-wise, and then just with the flow of Ray and Ghost, and okay, it, it's incredible. It's like RZA 
screwed the whole crew and said, you know what? I got all the best beats just for Ray. Oh, okay. Like, if I was the wrestler group, I'd be heated. Yeah? Like, okay. I do like a lot of the other beats on Dirty's album and Liquid Swords, etc. But, yeah, because RZA had specific beats for different artists in Wu-Tang. Right. And guys were like, no, let me get this beat. RZA would be sometimes be like, okay, maybe you could be on the song. But usually be like, nah, all but these the beat beats, is for him. These are for Ray. Yeah, okay. These are for Meth. These are for Dirty. Okay. Which is. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but if I was part of the group, I could see why some were probably a little upset. You'd rather just put them into like a machine and just let them shoot out the beat, you know? Yeah. Okay, you get the next one. You get the next right. one. We'll go random. Right. Uh, and then Zay's going to be checking out the Janelle Monet album, Dirty Computer. It's the one recommended by my daughters. I'm from, excited about that. From 2018. I was just taking a look at the track listing for you here, Zay. You have a song, uh, let's see, Pharrell Williams is a writer on one of these songs. Okay. Uh, there are 14 tracks. Last song is called American. That should be interesting. So when I asked my wife about it, she said, yeah, her some of her biggest tracks came from this album. Okay. And my wife said she still jams some of them to this day. So I'm excited. Dirty Computer featuring Brian Wilson. I'm assuming, yeah, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. That's interesting. Screwed featuring Zoe Kravitz. Pink featuring... Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Pink featuring Grimes. An artist called Grimes, Canadian musician. Uh, like and Lenny Kravitz makes sense. Zoe Kravitz, the actress? She I know, sings. right? I guess so. Uh, also, I Got the Juice featuring Pharrell Williams is on this album. So that's coming up later in the week. We got a lot of stuff on the board today. Longhorn basketball goes to Waco. Started really well. You you put together ingredients that would lead you to a Texas win. It just didn't happen, and uh, I would agree with what Zay said earlier about Scott Drew and Baylor. Man, you got to give him credit for pulling that out. Like if you if I tell him that, hey dude, um, George is going to play six minutes and give you nothing, be hurt, and Texas is going to be up fourteen on you. Yeah, and for him for his team to react the way they did, it just reminds us that if you're thinking about teams that can win it all. That can that can absolutely play a type of game to beat anybody. Make sure you're leaving Baylor in the discussion. Yeah, yeah, and that's the scariest thing. What we saw with Baylor, because sometimes I think they're too reliant on those three guards, which is why you know once they slow those three guards down, what comes next? And they never have an answer. But Chachua did what he did. Bridges gave you around 17 points and had four huge blocks. We saw what Bonner did coming off the bench. Langston Love gave them good minutes with a couple of threes. He had a bank three in the first half that was really deflating because it was during that run that they had, that 18-0 run when Texas jumped out hot on that 18-4 run themselves. So, yeah, this Baylor squad – Chachawa's getting that groove back. Flo Thamba looked good last night. And if those three guys, Chachawa, Bridges, Thamba, if they're all going to play well, including the really good guards that they have, then, yeah, you're right, Chad. They could be one of those teams that hoist up that championship trophy once again in early April. Yeah, they look good. Uh, Longhorns did not look good when they needed to. They're getting ready for TCU. We talked about the baseball team getting two out of three. But the weirdness of that third game, just getting the communication straight, just basic stuff that – did not happen, and Coach Pierce was pretty upset about that. NFL Combine this week, the notes that we
we, uh, we, we've been given today. Uh, Bijan Robinson going to go through all the workouts at the Combine. That is Sunday for the running backs. Quarterback-wise, Bryce Young will not throw at the Combine, although C.J. Stroud and Levis from Kentucky and Richardson from Florida have all said they will throw. So the top guy is not throwing, and the top guy maybe in the whole draft, Jalen Carter of Georgia, says he won't go through the workout. He'll wait till the pro day on March 15th in Athens to show off. Yeah, if you're Bryce Young, which we know at the Combine, a lot of people call it the Underwear Olympics, Mm -hmm. Bryce Young's not going to look the best out there if we're just talking about underwear olympics like there's a, been a photo around of him and some woman at some award banquet and woman's sister might have been five seven and her and bryce young sitting there toe to toe and everybody was yeah. like oh, that's not very good we don't like that there's so, also that concern of if he hits the scales under 200 there's a fear he might be around like 190. That's a little light in the ass, boy. And I heard Rod Babers breaking down numbers. Like when you when you look at certain measurables, like where he measures in on a two or three of the key things they look for, there may have only been like three quarterbacks that measured in there in the last like 50 years. I mean, it's that rare where he could end up being in terms of height, weight, and I can't remember if the third one was hand size or some of the other stuff they look for. But that's going to be something interesting to take a look at. But he will not throw at the Combine. Quarterback wide receiver tight end day is on Saturday at the Combine. So uh, a lot of football still out there, of course. Football never dies around here. In fact, it is one week exactly till Texas spring practice fires up for spring practice next Monday. All right, let's get you a quick why today matters. We'll hit a couple birthdays today. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. Here's a guy with a birthday today, Zay, that might be a part of free agent discussion and salary cap discussion, franchise tag discussion, all that in the NFL. Chris Godwin is 27 today. You still take a shot at Chris Godwin if you're an NFL team? Yes. If you're the right team, right situation, is he still a badass number two? Hell yeah. If I'm Jerry Jones, I'm taking that in a heartbeat. I would, in a heartbeat. I'd take that right now, too. I agree. And not just because I am a Bucks fan, too, and I've watched yeah. him play. I agree with you. I think he's still really good. Yeah, now let him know. Say, bro, we know you've had some injuries, so you might not get that paper that you want, but you're going from a contender to another contender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Stephen Jones was going crazy with the clicking and stuff like that, but as far as contender goes, the Cowboys, they are. They're, I don't think they're as close to being mentioned in Patrick Mahomes and stuff. I agree. But but a contender in the NFC, but sure. A contender, and yeah, he yeah. will definitely help that case. It will help Dak Prescott. We don't know what's going to happen with Tony Pollard. Most likely they're going to franchise tag him. So if he comes back, that will help everybody. And, you know, you're still kind of feeling that blow from – not having Amari Cooper, I think Chris mm. Godwin and Amari Cooper are right there. So I like that. Chris Godwin, old school. Remember that one? I'd forgotten Ooh. this. I always forget this with him. I can never connect this in my head. I never get it right. I don't remember seeing him in college. Penn State. Yeah. I just, I don't, first, I don't know what it is. It just, I, I can't get that in my head either. Like, I can't see him in that blue and white. I, I know, me either. I don't know what it is. But Chris Godwin, 27 today, entering that realm where for running backs, they you certainly start looking at it. You know what's always tough, though, Chad, when it comes to schools like Penn State? You never see 
the name on the back of the jersey. Oh, so that's a good point. Yeah. yeah schools that never put <laughs> Notre the, Dame Notre and Dame, others. Yeah. You always go, oh, yeah, I don't remember because you never saw a name on the back of the jersey. Godwin. Yeah. Yes, you never got that. That's a good point. You don't get the billboard part of it. Uh, also, speaking of football, yesterday was the 50th birthday of one of the best running backs I have ever seen in my life, and it's Marshall Falk. Uh, one of the most versatile dudes I have ever seen in this game. San Diego State. I watched him there. He goes to the pros and Marshall's just an absolute beast. You knew you knew almost right away as it started out. He got in that right system and he just had Hall of Fame written all over him. Yeah, he was absolutely incredible. Those teams, man, Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, and then him and Kurt Warner. How do you stop that? What right. do you focus in on? Because yeah. you throw that screen pass to Marshall Falk and the way that he used to, you know, he would pick up the pace like he was so good at just reading what was ahead of him whether that was you know the holes when he ran the ball or those really good screen passes that you know the st louis rams used to run with him he was terrific man i i love some marshall falk i'm with you yeah that's like, good maybe my favorite versatile running back it might be Roger Craig in just terms of a guy that I thought did an incredible job. Marshall was right there, though. Those two guys kind of remind me of each other, what they did for yeah. an offense. Just when you start worrying about all those other weapons, they'll just run a simple little like safety route. Yeah. They're the last option for the quarterback, and you're like, that's the last option? Just like Marshall on a little slant or like a little stop route at yeah. like six yards that he takes 50 because everybody else is covered? That's so dangerous. Yeah, he did that almost better than anyone. Him and, for me, those, like, all-around bags, him and LaDamian Tomlinson. Oh, yeah. Those two guys. He was that guy. So cold, man. No doubt. Yeah, Marshall Fogg was kind of, what is that, the beginning of fantasy football? Kind of during? Like, it was popping. Obviously not what it is now, but. I don't know. Yeah, that's like a late good, 90s. That's a good question. I'm not sure if that's when I think I guess fantasy football still was cranked up in the 80s, but by the time he comes around it's really going. Okay. It's really taken off. Yeah. He I can remember him as being one of those first guys yeah. where fantasy once the fantasy hit the digital realm. Okay. Where they were doing where they had all the algorithms out there and they could keep it. Yeah, Marshall was a big deal. Big yeah. deal to fantasy owners. Happy 50th to Marshall Falk yesterday. Man, that makes me feel old. Also yesterday, Fats Domino and Johnny Cash would have had birthdays. They share birthdays. That's two big music icons for you with a birthday on the 26th of February. We hope you are having a good February 27th today as we roll through stems and seeds before we get out of here tonight. It is a big one for the Texas women's basketball team, and it's this simple. If you get 10000 in there tonight at the Moody Center, Coach Schaefer says he'll donate 10000 to the Neighborhood Longhorns uh, Foundation, and there's other donors that have said They'll match it. So I think they're up over, I, w- I think it was 60,000 I heard at one point, but I think they're up at a bigger number than that. So get 10,000 out there to the game tonight, Texas and Baylor, and you're going to help out a great, great cause. That game is 6 o'clock tonight, 545 on the pregame, and it is over on our sister station, 105.3 The Bat, Texas women's basketball coming up against Baylor. Keep it right here on the horn. Chad and Zay. 
I invent a sweat. Popping bottles, putting supermodels in the cab. Proof. I guess I got my swagger back. Truth. New watch alert. Just about to wrap it up on a Monday. That voice I know. That would be Jay-Z. What I don't know is what he's sampling. I don't recognize the sample, but that's a great voice too. You don't recognize sample? I don't. Who's that? I think it's Otis Redding. Is that right? I think so. That makes sense. Okay. The song's called Otis. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's when Kanye. And Ho dropped their joint album, joint album, Watch the Throne. Classic. That's one I still have not listened to, and I need to. I know of it. I've never sat through the whole thing, though. It's a good record. I mean, I assume if those two are getting together, it's going to end up being good. It's good. It's interesting because when I talk about Jay-Z albums, when I talk about Kanye albums, I would never bring this up for either one. Really? Okay. You know? Not, it's good. Not but your favorite for either. No. Okay. No. And not in the discussion for your favorite. No. Okay. But it's really good. But a good album. It's good. All right. Yeah, those two, even if those two are just kind of eh, they're still those two. Yeah. Right? Average Jay-Z is better than average a lot of other people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So uh, lots of good stuff today musically. We had a little Jay-Z there, uh, Naughty by Nature, Rage Against the Machine, The Scorpions, Alice Cooper, and Robert Dupree, not to mention that Webby beat to start this hour. Thanks to Zay for all the great music. Thanks to you for all your great comments on the text line. Specs text line is 337-3776. Someone was sending us uh, some of the performances. Somebody tweeted out scoring explosions versus the Rockets this season including Damian 71 Lucas 50 Markinen's 49 Ja had 49 LeBron had 48 Freak had 44 Anthony Edwards 44 Trey Young 44 Gilgis Alexander had 42 Clay had 42 and 41 Devin Booker had 41 and Tyler Hero had 41 every single person except for Tyler Hero it's been an all-star at one point of their career. Yeah, that is. All of them are really good players. It's that, not like they're just giving it up. Like, they're a yeah. young team. They are tanking. We know that, but still. Hey, if you're a Rockets fan, all I know is if you got a home game coming up, you better check see who's coming to town. Yo, the team you might that, get to see some excitement. Whoever doesn't get Victor Wimbanyama, it's going to be brutal. Because it's going to be one of those. Yep, Both right. teams can't get them. It's going to be Brutal. Somebody texted us. Apparently on the schedule this weekend, we wouldn't know this because we're not fans of those teams, but they know they're playing back-to-back this weekend, and one of our texters said, well, somebody's got to win, don't they? Yeah. If there's ever a chance of tying in the NBA, this weekend <laughs> is it. Y'all get ready as the Spurs and Rockets try to – no, no, you go ahead. You, you go ahead to the basket. All right, let's go stems and seeds before we get out of here. I'll give you a little more on Mr. Lillard. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no stems. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. I looked it up, Zay. Let me make sure I'm accurate here. Since January 12th, Damian Lillard has six performances in the 40s, a 50-pointer, a 60-pointer, and 71 last night. That's just since January 12th when they played Cleveland. He went 50 that night, and he's had some success since. Just a joke. Unreal. Just a joke what he's been doing. Like, we talk about the shooting, talk about the scoring, too. He's right there with Iverson, Steph, Russell Westbrook's been a terrific score. Like, 
He's one of the greatest scorers we've seen at the point guard position. It's not even close. And the efficiency that he's doing it with, 21, uh, 22 out of 38 from the floor, 58%. 13 to 22 from three point. He's not putting out these, for lack of a better example, an Allen Iverson performance that we used to see back in the day where Allen's having to throw up 40, 45, 50 shots to sometimes get to those big numbers. This is an efficient slicing of your throat from Damian Lillard. Yeah. It's crazy. He's unspo- unstoppable. Impossible yeah. to guard because you got to guard him once he ca- crosses half court. Yeah. He's just going to pull up from anywhere. Dude, I still see that shot from the All-Star game in my in my <laughs> dreams. I'll like wake up in the middle of the night. That one from like 48 feet was stupid. I don't know how he does that stuff. It's incredible. All right, Zay, here's a big story for you since you are the president of the um, of the Heineke fan club. Carson Wentz has been released. Yeah! <laughs> the Commanders have released Carson Wentz after one season. Yo, Eric Bieniemy walked in, saw some film, and said, guys, I know y'all think I'm good, but I can't work with this. I just can't. No, I can't even get myself to a head coaching <laughs> job with that. No. No. I can't do it. I can't work with this. Oh, my God. There you go. Carson Wentz is out in Washington. We'll have more football notes as we go through the week. Tonight, Texas women's basketball against Baylor. It's a huge one at the Moody Center. Get on out there. Help raise that money if you get 10000 or more in there for the Neighborhood Longhorn Program. Shout out to Coach Schaefer for getting that started. Shout out to all those other donors that are helping out. Texas and Baylor, they whipped Oklahoma in Norman over the weekend, trying to keep their momentum going tonight. 6 o'clock tip time. It is over on 105.3 The Bat. We'll talk about that one tomorrow and all the rest of it. Stay safe. Ball Don't Lie is coming up. See ya.